0: This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode number 61, how to best work with your highly sensitive nervous system as an entrepreneur. Join me for this eye-opening dive into the superego voice, as well as the HSE shadows of self-judgment and self-criticism, and how you can actually have them working for you. Being highly sensitive, as we started talking about yesterday, is about how our nervous system is wired. And it's about how we process stimulation. And you'll hear me continue to say that because it's really helpful to remember, right? That's it. It's literally just, you know, the chemical makeup of your body. It's not, again, something that you picked up somewhere. It's not something that you need to get rid of. And it's not something to be ashamed of or to be resentful about. It is simply a chemical makeup. It is the structure of your nervous system. And when we can remember that, then it allows us to go to the next step of, oh, this is just how I process information. This is how I process stimulation. So then let me learn how to best do that, how to best work with that. And that's the key right there. That's the essence rather than try to ignore it. And when we're in our coping mechanism, we're ignoring the learning opportunity. We have, as I said with Karen, gone missing. We have tried to override it. We tried to override our own system by pushing through. Or we've tried to get as far away from our own system as possible by hiding. Or if we want to really torture ourselves, then we do both. But it's simply about learning. And I, again, really want to emphasize that. It's a learning process, right? It's like riding a bike, right? You you see a bike for the first time, Let me just say, learning how to ride a bike was extremely traumatic for me. (laughs) So, but you see a bike, right? And it's like you start to figure it out, right? How does this work? How do the pedals connect to the wheels? Where do, do the handlebars come in? How does this all work together? And that is the same process that we must go through. It's just that that part got skipped, for most of us who are highly sensitive because that wasn't taught to us. And so we are in a process of retraining our minds to work with our system. So when we are not conscious, then we are in our coping mechanism And when we are not conscious and in our coping mechanism, then that way that we tend to process stimulation and information can feel very difficult. That is then where we feel like we have a hard time being in this world. And that is when we are then in our shadows. And Dr. Elaine Aaron would say, that's the basis, that's just the foundation for anyone who's highly sensitive. And then from there, if you experienced any type of trauma when you were younger, then that base becomes even more difficult. And the truth is, is that most of us experienced some sort of trauma, In regards to our highly sensitivity nature, our highly sensitive nature. Now, that can be a loaded word, right? Trauma. So let's look at that and break that down a little bit. So, experiencing trauma does not need to be necessarily a significant moment, such as the trauma that I experienced when I was younger losing a parent, and losing my mother at age 14, which is a very difficult time, although any time is difficult to lose a parent, and then being basically forced to live with other women who had no respect for who I was as a young budding girl. Not just one, but then a couple years later, another one. It might not be as significant as that type of experience that I had. But somewhere along the line, all of us have experienced a moment, and again, when we were younger, when our highly sensitive nature, if not disrespected, at least not understood. And just that moment is enough to be considered, quote-unquote, a trauma according to Dr. Elaine Aaron, Something, a moment when it's lodged not just into the brain, but into the body. Can I just reference five-year-old Linnell? So Linnell and her real work in Business Miracles over the last couple of years has unlayered a... Uh, recollection of a moment when she was five years old with a boy in school. Was it on the playground? On the playground. And if anybody else might be looking at that moment from the outside, they could say, no big deal, not a big moment. Would you agree? Not you, but someone else, right? But for Linnell, significant. And it lodged in her brain and in her body in connection to who she is as a highly sensitive. And all these years later, through her willingness to do the real work, she has uncovered some deeper understanding and even on the edge of knowing about how that moment has impacted her. And... Again, according to Dr. Elaine Aaron, it is of value to be willing to look and make those connections for ourselves because it is those types of moments that then where in an instant possibly we learned to deviate to our shadows or, as I like to say, to even default to our shadows as our go-to behavior and then The rest of our life just unfolds as a result. And then we come to a place where we feel the call to be in business for ourselves, which is a challenging experience, even for someone who's not highly sensitive. And one of the things that I always like to say is that, you know, if you are really interested in a path of self-growth, start a business. Because all of your stuff, as Susie eloquently said yesterday, will come up right in your face. And those are the challenges, all the stuff that's going to come right up in your face, those are the challenges and the opportunities. And so then we look to unravel, we look to deconstruct so that we can better understand what is creating these chain reactions of behavior? What is creating these patterns that are working against us to have what we want? So with that, let's take a deep breath and let it out. So with that, it's valuable to just... Remember, I want to just share verbally the top 12 HSE shadows so that we can just have them out on the table. And if it's helpful to write them down, go ahead and do that so that we just have that shared language. So those top 12 HSE shadows is the shadow of perfectionism, the shadow of procrastination, The shadow of overwhelm, the shadow of overwork, the shadow of overprotection, the shadow of analysis paralysis, the shadow of shame, the shadow of people-pleasing, The shadow of being self-critical. The shadow of being judgmental of self. The shadow of being judgmental of others. And the shadow of digestive or overall health issues. Deep breath in and let it out. So I want to touch on the shadows of self-judgment and self-criticism and the difference between the two and where the superego voice comes in, which some of you received this teaching at our last training retreat And some of you have heard references and some of you who received the teaching at the last training retreat have totally forgotten it and wonder what SEV is every time someone posts it on the forum. And some of you have really worked with it, and all of that makes sense. And it doesn't really matter, but we're going to keep coming back to this teaching because it is one of the absolute primary forms of sabotage for those of us who are highly sensitive. So the difference between being judgmental of yourself and critical of yourself. Being judgmental of yourself is something that you're doing like almost from the outside, right? Like judging maybe how you do something, oh gosh, I just didn't really do that good enough, right? And self-criticism is the voice you hear inside your head. And that is the super ego voice. The voice that's telling you, you can never make enough money as a coach. The voice that's telling you, I can't believe you call yourself a healer, The voice that's telling you, you can never be successful at this. Look at this. You can't even get all of the tasks done for the day. The voice that tells you, nobody's ever going to buy your services. That's ridiculous. The voice that tells you that you have to really go and be someone who you're not, but you're going to hear it inside your head. You know, you better get out there. You better really, you better kick some butt. You better not stop for a second. The voice that tells you, gosh, you don't even know how to manage a team. I can't believe you actually have people working for you. What's wrong with you? It's that voice inside our head. It is vicious. It is cruel. And it is extremely damaging, if at least sabotaging, every time we listen to it deep breath in, and let it out. And the superego voice is connected to those moments in our childhood, because the superego voice is developed within our first five years. Our first five years. We all have one. And there's nothing wrong with having a superego voice. It's all about your relationship to it. And that is the key. Because the superego feeds on the concept of being wrong. And the superego feeds on the concept of being not enough. And anything the superego voice has to say typically surrounds those two concepts, being wrong and being not enough. And as a highly sensitive, if you're comparing yourself to the other 80%, you will always be wrong and you will always not be enough. Because you can never be who they are. Your system is not wired to do so. And it's always so painful to me when I see highly sensitives like attracted to, you know, coaching or mentoring programs that are run by someone who's not highly sensitive, and it's as if the highly sensitive just believes, maybe if I just hang out with that warrior, king, or queen long enough, it'll rub off on me, and I'll, I'll be like them. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oftentimes, when I'm talking about being highly sensitive in this frame, I refer it to like being gay, So if you were brought into this world in this lifetime as a person who is homosexual, you can hang out with as many heterosexuals as you want and you're still going to be homosexual. Same with race. If you were brought into this world in this lifetime as a person who's white and Caucasian, you can hang out with as many black people as you want and you're still going to be white or Caucasian. And it's the same when you're highly sensitive. So the superego voice will try to constantly cut you down for being wrong and not being enough. And most of us, somewhere again in the earlier years of our lifetime, picked up this story or training, simply out of lack of consciousness, most likely, for the people around us, right? They just didn't know. It just wasn't something that was understood. But there's a difference between not knowing, so therefore then not understanding how to be able to work with it, and criticizing oneself for who we are. And it's a very, very difficult place to run a business from. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Course in Business Miracles. If you're ready to learn how to use your highly sensitive abilities to support you in being purposeful, profitable, and empowered rather than scattered, poor, and undervalued, Take the quiz and receive your free success guide now at www.hsequiz.com.